This podcast is really brought to you by your friends from the Bravo Realtors. We talk about the top grossing Malay film in Malaysia. Whoa! Yeah, that hasn't loud. turned a profit yet! Uh-huh. That yeah, hasn't the, turned a profit yet! Hasn't gotten a profit yet. We'll be talking about this and more only on today's podcast. Welcome to the show. You're listening to Plan B Podcast. The opinions expressed and shared on this podcast are of our own. Welcome to Plan B.SG. We are five months into this pandemic. More than 150,000 people have died. Genuinely, this is what the science is showing. And granted, you know, initially early on, there was a bit of confusion as to what you needed and what you didn't need. Deep demanded that he should score for Liverpool. A goal against the enemy. Virgil van Dijk. Welcome to Plan B.SG. I'm Zaris Mayo. And I'm Derma. And I'm Raman. Can you tell from our voices, me and Raman, we're fucking excited. Yes. For KL. Yeah. Oh. In fact, at this time of recording, it's about, it's almost one. Mm-hmm. And we have a flight at 11. Not we like you. Yeah. yeah. Me. So we're gonna be at the airport at 9am We're gonna be sipping some Starbucks And mm. chilling Lucky you say care, Starbucks right? <laughs> <laughs> Why? Oh, oh, oh. We're gonna it's re- morning like yeah. Yeah. Hey, I don't say anything like. What are you talking about? No, no, morning. I don't know. I'm not insinuating anything. Mm. I don't mind wasting an hour or two watching people walk past and knowing that I'll be on a flight mm-hmm. And then uh, maybe uh, I don't know uh, eat some laksa Whew. And then after that Do the check Oh it's been some time huh? Yes yeah. You know since I like Oh check in Luggage oh. <laughs> <laughs> What, what uh, airline are you taking? Um, I don't know The secretary Helped to uh. I don't even know I just <laughs> gotta meet her there oh. <laughs> So she'll pass me the I don't know mm. We have we pay people to do this Nice <laughs> Hey, why never follow lah? Come lah! Yeah lah bro! I cannot, I cannot. I have things... What? Don't what? tell me another yeah. Russian dinner. Hey, you or... action lah. You sound busy. No, so actually, any. yes, I do have a Russian... Like, not Russian. Belarusian dinner this Friday. You, oh my gosh! What there is will this? be what? other dinners lah bro. Belarusia? Yeah. Bel- what Belarus. is this? Belarus. Belarus. Belarusian dinner. Yeah. What is this? Where do you get these friends? <laughs> From from the like, language I mean, center, yeah, yeah, the language center. They have oh. a mailing list. So like last time I went for the Turkmen dinner, uh-huh. so oh. now it's the Belarusian Turkmen, one. Eh? So what else? No, so actually What's they after? were they were planning a trip to I think it was Armenia or, uh-huh. or Georgia. <laughs> okay, I wanted to go, but I mean, I think. Are you can... listening to this, Raman? Yeah, I know. Why? Like, you know, in our circles, well, hey, bro, I wanna go UK, man. I'll catch yeah. the Manchester United kind uh, of like uh, or France, you know, or France see the... or Europe. I wanna go to Armenia. Mm. <laughs> What's wrong with that? <laughs> it's the mountains. Like, I really want. I really want to go. Uh. He's a culture <laughs> fella. Uh, yeah, bro. it's cold. Like hey, it's man, up no, in the mountains. Okay, now I ask you a serious question. Mm-hmm. Okay, these fellas, you want to go have your dinner with? You don't even know who the hell they are. You just want to go there to network, are. try and talk some Russian, whatever it is. Come home feeling satisfied, mm-hmm. as opposed to the opportunity to actually meet and bond. With your brothers over here. It's not yeah. just about that. Because after that, like my, my sister's graduating also this uh, Saturday. Oh, congratulations. Yeah, we'll be I'm back be in there. time for that. Yeah. I would rather not. So Come I have, on. Nah, I have, he has I have, a Belarusian dinner, yeah. Raman. Whatever lah. Like, who gives a... <laughs> I mean, it's it's important. Nothing will transpire <laughs> at the dinner. They'll just have some cultural food. They're going to eat some really delicious eggplant. <laughs> 
Okay. <laughs> hey, well out. Yeah. You always give me shit for for the eggplant stuff. Or I fucking fish. love eggplant. Okay, what's wrong with that? <laughs> some cold fish. Cold what's fish. wrong with like eggplant? Huh? Nothing wrong, lah. Eggplant is know. versatile. You we're, have, eat, we're eating and then then oh, I really love eggplant. I really yeah, love, yeah, like, yeah, what yeah. the fuck, man? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love eggplant. What's wrong with that? Where? Where did I you eat that? I don't know, lah. I remember, but I remember. Yeah, yeah. I've never met someone like this, lah. Who loves eggplant? I heard of people saying, oh, I love this steak, man. Medium yeah. well. Oh, I really like medium oh, rare. Oh, oh this, fried chicken. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man, this truffle fries is really the shit, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. Oh, eggplant. I, he was using his chopsticks like, oh, I really love eggplant. Yes. What <laughs> the fuck, man? Where? Where it's versatile. It, no, you can't it's remember versatile. because it was more than once. Eggplant uh, is versatile. <laughs> it is. It is. It is. But it's in Indian cuisine. It's in Chinese cuisine. It's, it's in, it's in it's Turkmen cuisine. It's never a headliner, bro. It is never it's, a headliner. It's, it's the headliner always, to me. It's like always a by-the-way dish. Like, you yeah, know, yeah. Arabs use it in this thing called moussaka. Yeah. Right? It's, it's just like lasagna, but they put eggplant in between. Mm. Anybody talk about eggplant? No. It's always <laughs> the cheese and the mincemeat. Uh, and the, the, the Turkmen the, dinner, she was the, they, the host. They also, they also use it in baba ganoush. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Now, who the hell talks about baba ganoush? Because everybody is just fascinated with hummus. Yes. It's hummus, 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 and then baba ganoush. You. <laughs> nobody wants baba ganoush. That's bengan bharta. Ah. Uh. See, nobody oh knows God. what I that don't is. I even know what that is. Yeah. <sighs> okay. Never mind lah. But speaking of KL, mm. uh, Mat Kilau. Oh yes. yes. Mat Kilau has broken. Uh, Melayu Yeah it's broken A lot of records in fact uh-huh. mm. Top grossing Malay film mm-hmm. In history Who ever yeah. Ever um, wow. I think they got Over 30 million ringgit Wow Okay uh, So that's 10 million sing lah Yeah Still, yeah, still There's still, more so than any local movie I guess no? so, yes. so Is it? I don't know I don't know the, the numbers I'm not sure I also don't know It's like They said the budget For the movie was 8 million ringgit uh-huh. oh. But then They still haven't Turned a profit because, what do you mean by having a profit? Turn uh, a profit? Because oh, the corrupt people took all the money, is it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to say corrupt because they are laws. I never laws. say who what? I just say they are laws. People. So twin, there's a there's a tax. There's an entertainment tax. Oh. Uh, that, I don't know who takes it but 25% goes to the entertainment I tax see. of your cross. Uh-huh. So of, let's say right now it's the, That's like 30 million. million right? Something like that, no? Yeah, about that. Uh, 7 and a half. 15, 15% goes to the... Uh, eh, no, no, twenty five percent. No, but see, tax taxes not not corrupt per se, right? Like yeah. the corruption will come in from. But here's the, the thing: under the table stuff lah. Mm. Here's the thing: Said Sadiq suggested that uh, in his Instagram, he mentioned that uh, this percentage tax that was taken is not used specifically to help to uh, grow the industry, oh. uh, the filming industry, but yeah. it's used for other municipal purposes. Okay, uh, oh. like to for one MDB. As long as it goes to the people, like yeah. Oh, yeah, goes to but. The People, like his fight is for that like if you want to take an entertainment tax mm. of a movie mm. then use it you know reinvest it in in the scene lah. the industry yeah yeah in the industry but uh, it's used to like level roads lah, for mm. pruning lah, you but know, to be fair like a tax is a tax right? like, you know at the end of the day as long as it makes its way back to infrastructure yeah, to, yeah, whatever yeah, like yeah. people lah. Yeah, I'm not, the I'm problem not, comes when it doesn't reach the, the tax, people yeah, yeah. Yeah, but that, that's what Said Sadiq's uh, uh, rhetoric is lah. Right. I'm not mm. saying I agree or I do not yeah, agree. Yeah, it's just his but rhetoric, just that 25% yes. goes there and then there's another 15% uh, an additional tax that they got to pay. Oh. I forgot what already. So, um, the movie hasn't uh, really made a profit yet. Wait, wait. wait it's but the if it's top, the, yeah, yeah, it's the top grossing 
movie ever. Yeah. And it's not made a profit. Yeah. So every other filmmaker is eating grass, is it? I know. No, because the budget from the movie is so high, ma, 8 million, right? Oh. Mm-hmm. And also, it's still showing in cinemas. No, but if I were to just do simple maths, yeah. 25% of 30 is 7.5, right? Mm-hmm. So that still leaves you with 22.5. Okay. 22.5 minus an $8 million budget, mm-hmm. that's still a clean 16. No, so this is when the under table stuff comes in. Uh, ah, the things you cannot account no, for, I don't, ah, I, I, don't, I, don't know. Pocket. I don't know about this. I don't have to I don't have to implicate anybody I'm not asserting anything When about we go to KL We watch the movie I watch already uh, yeah. How was it? I Can I be honest? Mm-hmm. No, I don't be honest Should I be honest? Will it what? implicate me? Why can you not be honest? This is opinion I fell asleep twice But we are going oh, to I fell asleep twice But then again you Fall asleep in You're a dad yeah, right? Yeah. So, so, so you have a license to do that When yes. you're a dad I always fall I fall asleep uh, In a lot of movies Avengers yeah. Spider-Man mm-hmm. Even those like <laughs> I, I don't know because I don't watch these things. Even the You don't watch Avengers? No, look, no, look. How's that? Oh my he god. He watched the UK. What the hell is he that? He watched the Norwegian one. La. I don't oh. know what. I'm watching I'm watching the the UK. Actually, yeah, la, the, the Ukrainian one, the Zelensky, like the, the, the movie that made him president. Uh, no movie, the series that made him president. Here's the thing. I, I, I went to watch Makila with a friend uh-huh. and I fall asleep. And then he was like, uh, right after the movie, he told me, I don't understand how you can fall asleep. The mm. movie was so fucking loud. Mm. <laughs> From start to the end. Really? Really, it was loud. It was literally, Kill all the Malays! Yeah! We must defend our rights! Yeah! Like, it's just a small punch, but the music, but the sound is like, Whoop! Oh. <laughs> you know, the sort of thing. Uh, hey, but I heard in Malaysia, they are so into it. Like, people wear tanja and go and watch at the same Yes, yeah, so people are wearing their um, Malay outfits. Uh-huh. Uh, you know, in Pandeka outfits to come Seriously? and watch this. Uh-huh. Wow. It's a thing. It's a thing. Like, uh, the last time I saw uh, this sort of excitement for a movie where people actually cosplay mm-hmm. uh, oh. to to come down for movie premieres like this was in uh, was in Indonesia. Oh. I think a few years back I was sent by uh, my radio station mm-hmm. to actually cover a movie premiere called Wiro Sableng. Now that is another uh, Indonesian version version of uh, but Mike Lau is kind of like action pack. Wiro uh, Sableng okay. is like a you know Sun Wukong and the friends. Oh, okay. uh, that, that's their version. Oh, uh-huh. is it? Uh, Interesting. And, and people came in cosplay. So, wow. but it's a totally different vibe. With this, more of like, you know, Malay pride, mm. Bumi Putra kind of like. And I you mean, know. like you know, like hearing this, right? I mean, I'm in Singapore, right? So like yes. these things don't don't resonate as much to me. But I can imagine, like, if I'm a Malaysian Chinese, I would feel very uncomfortable. Why? Because <sighs> I'm Malaysian. If I were Malaysian Chinese, right? I mean, I'm literally history, second class right? citizen. Really, and, man. Like, I mean, like your rights are not accorded to you fully. Really, man. I mean, it's in the constitution. But like, race politics is a, is a real thing, lah. Yeah, it is, right? La, in, in, in Malaysia, right. like mm-hmm. this is not something that is a lie or or whatever. Like it's it's known, mm-hmm. and in fact, there is something mm-hmm. that I think they're pretty proud of, mm-hmm. that yeah. uh, like race politics is a thing. Mm-hmm. So if you're not Malay, good luck to you. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you know, like any kind of this kind of fervor, because and I say this because mm-hmm. I I can immediately sense parallels to what's happening in India. Ah, I see. Right, like I mean. Bollywood, if you've watched some of the more recent Bollywood movies, mm-hmm. uh, not the rom-coms, but the ones that are more like historical epics, uh-huh. they, they, there is a particular way of, of casting Muslims. There's a particular way of casting white people, as oh. in the British, mm. uh-huh. which is, you know, moustache twirling, evil people coming in to fuck everything up. Oh, serious, eh? Uh, but isn't that but what about like those movies? No, so yeah, so they'll say it's historically accurate, it's, or rather it's based on historical mm. events, right? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Um, but the thing is, sure, there is artistic liberty or whatever. Uh-huh. But at the end of the day, you cannot run away from the real 
tensions in any society lah. I mean, mm-hmm. uh, a, a Muslim, uh, what's it called? Shopkeeper just got beheaded. Are you serious? Yeah, by by in a mob. Oh my! Because of the the communal tensions that's been happening, the rising in in India. Mm-hmm. That kind of shit should make the news, right? Not. Well, I mean, it did. It's just people didn't pay attention, lah. Okay. So, it but feet, I don't know. Like, wouldn't it be a bit too extreme to draw parallels to what's happening there versus in Malaysia, for example? I mean, like, this it is, is a, something to be celebrated. But like, no, bro. This is like a topic in itself. Like the yeah. impact of pop culture or movies yeah. on social political events. Mm. Of course. There is no running away from, yeah, from its impact. You can't divorce it. So it's like, for example, uh, I've I've watched movies about Lieutenant Adnan or mm-hmm. you know, movies where they put uh, about World War II. Uh-huh. Yeah. The atrocities of the Japanese, for yeah. example. And there were a lot of anti-Japanese rhetorics that was like, you know, yes, yes, peddled yes. in movies. But yeah. does that necessarily mean it will translate to a very hey. anti-Japanese sentiment uh, this day and age. No, mm. so so that's why I say like, what's important is looking at the current situation, right? Mm-hmm. Like the anti, I mean, Singapore went through a fucked up period under the Japanese yeah. rule as yeah. well, right? Yep. Uh, the thing is, we like that baggage for some reason actually hasn't translated into our modern world. Mm. Right? Like, our, like it's not something that's hammered to us um, via, let's say, our textbooks or in schools. Mm. We actually have pretty good relations with the Japanese. Yeah, yeah. We have good, I mean, it is are, in our textbooks. Yeah, but it's not something that's hammered across, you see. Yeah, it's not we, like, for example, in, we don't like breed hate lah. Uh, breed hate or like, you know, like, you don't have something as as bad as, I mean, the Holodomor lah, like in, in, in Ukraine, uh-huh. right? Like the Russians literally starved to, to, don't know how many millions of their people to death. Mm-hmm. Mm. And then you have this like seared into your memory mm-hmm. where, you know, like every, any, the, the other, your neighbor's neighbor or like two degrees of separation, somebody's grandparents starved to death because of the Russians. Oh, you. Mm. That kind of thing. Mm. You know, like, we don't have that with the Japanese today, right? Like, like ties have normalized. Mm-hmm. We, yeah. uh, whatever. Mm. Whereas, for example, the whole race-based thing is still very real mm. in mm-hmm. Malaysia. Mm-hmm. In, in India, the whole <laughs> religion-based thing is very mm. real. I mean, not legally speaking, but like, in reality, they lived experiences, the discrimination against Muslims, mm-hmm. the kind of communal hate, the violence. Mm-hmm. It's all very real. People die. Like somebody literally got his head cut off oh by a God. mob. Mm-hmm. You know? I don't know. So, I just, I, I understand where you're coming from. And in fact, uh, watching the movie uh, In Between My Naps that mm-hmm. I had uh, in the theatre, uh-huh. I was also thinking of the same thing. I was like, uh, could this, uh, you know, translate to a very xenophobic behaviour mm. or anti anti-British sentiment mm. you know it could potentially also have a spillover of you know uh, uh, racial tensions so I was thinking I was trying to I don't want to say I was trying to defend the movie mm-hmm. but my angle would be uh, from that historical referencing uh, this mm. is in fact uh, a historical piece mm. right? there was research upon and then it was uh, so it's based on true events it was based on true events but here's, here is where I, I felt um, a more uh, app issue should be also introduced right. how people uh, in the boomer category mm-hmm. are responding to the film not mm-hmm. not everybody is celebrating it as a film uh, to you know to openly celebrate Malay Pride because right. they are questioning the roles of Mat Kilau and his friends mm-hmm. during the Pahang Sultanate uh. okay and uh, I think there were several TikToks that were up that were, was uploaded by several academics wow. these academics are quite old yeah and mm-hmm. then uh, they were like quite uh 
passionate about their sharing and mm. they're saying that Mark Kilau is he really hey, but all academic on TikTok you got to heads off to him really yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. that's yeah. right but he mm. turned off the comments though Oh, so, so this kind of fucked up. No, man. but he's quite savvy, lah. I Means he knows that he's gonna get flagged. Yeah. Ah. So he 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 questioned um Mat Kilau and he, and his role uh during the Pahang Sultanate. Um, were they were they just hired guns by the Pahang Sultanate to actually go against the uh British mm-hmm. uh, Empire at that point in time? They were they were hired mm. to develop the land, mm. and then they were blamed for robbing. Uh, Pahang of his riches, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then uh, I think this academic was also suggesting uh, if really Mat Kilau and his friends were fighting for the people of Pahang, right. mm-hmm. then it would make more sense if they went against the Sultanate mm. who were in cahoots with the British at that point right. of time. Wow, uh, in, that's in, a heavy thing to suggest. No, so this is this is actually not this new to me. Mm-hmm. They were saying because mm-hmm. like, I I do recall. I mean, like briefly. I mean, I I did take a couple modules at Malay Studies, mm-hmm. and uh-huh. like they were examining like the history of the Malays and all this. Yeah. And, like they did say that, I mean, the Brit- the Brits didn't come in, like by 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 force, right? Like mm-hmm. they 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 were invited, is it? In a way, and if I remember correctly, mm-hmm. uh, the whole exchange was yeah, like it was done in cahoots with the sultans lah, mm. which is why you have this like very nice neat. Uh, mm-hmm. demarcation between like ritual law and administrative mm-hmm. matters. They took over the administrative oh. matters and then yeah. the, the sultans basically said, okay, but leave religion to us, whatever. So mm-hmm. I saw a few uh, narrative piece that was uh, curated by these academics. One mm-hmm. of it uh, was in the form of a TikTok, a three-minute mm-hmm. video. One of it was in the form of… Um, you have a, a short uh, recording of sorts, right? Why don't you play it, man? Mm, it's in Malay. I'll maybe uh, post it up on Plan B so you mm, can see mm, mm, in its entirety. And then there's also like a, a, a writing, like a status mm, update mm, from Facebook. Mm-hmm. But these two uh, narratives that I saw were quickly shot down of course. by oh. people who were celebrating the movie. Of course, of course. And I think I come from a position where I don't really care about <laughs> what you want to say. Right. Mm-hmm. I, I'm celebrating it because it got so much money yeah. in Successful so little movie. time. Mm. And I, I felt that, uh, yeah, that's in a sense a marketing success. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I don't necessarily like the movie. Right. Mm-hmm. I think it can be, uh, it can the storytelling could be better. Artistically, it could have been better. Yeah, it could have been better and I was thinking, hmm, this could have been made better. Right, you know, right. If you had this sort of budget, more can be done. But, but message-wise, yeah, from the marketing perspective, wow. Very good. Brilliant. The yeah. cost that was, yeah, uh, yeah, you know, yeah. spent, and then after that you got this in return. Mm-hmm. Fantastic. I mean, it's just about leveraging on any any kind of identity and pride. Well, honestly, mm-hmm. right? Like, if you did uh, a movie about Stonewall, mm-hmm. it's gonna fucking fly mm-hmm. off the off the charts. Also, uh-huh. definitely. So, like, it's people have this innate want, lah. You know, to to celebrate who they are. But okay. here's the thing. Like, for me. I just want to ask these people who are so, you know, into this shit. Like, why so serious? Movies are an escape, what? Yeah. It's an escape. No, but sometimes these kinds of things, yeah. like, they, they, they spark they, something in you. Like, I they remind. Mm. No, I, and I know that feeling very well because mm. I used to watch this show called… You're going to make fun of me again. No, no, mm. I won't, I won't. It's called the Baden-Meinhof Complex. Okay, I'm, I'm going to make fun of you. <laughs> no, Baden-Meinhof. Dude, I'm an entertainment guy. Uh. Okay? Like, entertainment is a form of escape. Mm-hmm. I can say the same thing about theatre. I can say the same thing about making TikToks, making games, for example, right. yep. with storylines. These are a form of escape. Like, you want to debate about no, things. No, sure. Like, it's, it's escape. Mean? But the thing is, sometimes the escape ends at the escape. Sometimes that escape... Mm-hmm 
in ignites something inside you. Oh. And then that leads to something else. Then it's a very difficult conversation to have. Then we're also talk- talking about things like GTA, for example. Mm. Very violent. Mm-hmm. You can you can hit prostitutes and you can kill them. Mm. You can take hijack sex over. Workers. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. Sex workers. Wow. Okay. <laughs> you gotta be woke about. You get, yeah. Things, you yeah. can hijack vehicles, run people over, and there have been cases where people become more violent after playing mm. these games. Mm-hmm. So. In this day and age, it's 2022. Where do we draw the line? Yeah, or like the mall shooting, right? The one in New Zealand yeah. where he basically live-streamed it like a game, like a yeah, first-person yeah. shooter kind I, of I thing. I feel fucked up people will have, will always be around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We got to deal with them. Mm-hmm. But an the debate won't end. The debate yeah, won't, won't end. end. Okay, so yeah. I want to tell the story that will tie up all the stories you shared today. Is it going to oh. be a short story? Because I got fast. a flight to catch, man. Okay, fast one. <laughs> <laughs> so there was one time I went to KL. Yeah. And I stayed at my usual hotel. Mm. Okay. But when I was driving in, I saw there were so many Indian people. So mm. you see, yeah, KL, movie. And no, I haven't talked about movie. Yeah. KL, Indian people. Two, t- two topics I covered. Mm. Then I say, why got so many Indian people here? Okay. They were all standing outside the hotel. Uh-huh. And I couldn't figure it out. So I went to the hotel. I checked in. I, you know, I washed up, got ready. I wanted to go out for dinner. So yeah. I went down. I got in the cab. And then uh, my cab driver was an Indian guy too. Mm. Oh. So I said to him, Uncle, why is everybody standing here in front of the, the hotel? Then the guy said, you don't know? I said, I don't know. This hotel, Rajnikan is staying here. Wow. I said, Rajnikan is staying here? I, then he said, yeah. Then I say, what is he doing here? He recording the new movie. That time, a uh-huh. long time ago, it was a movie that he was recording in KL. Then I say, oh, so what do you think, uncle? You also waiting here to see him? Ah? Mm-hmm. Then the uncle say, no lah, siaw, these people all. Don't know whether they even wait for their mother like that. Wait for him for what? Wow! <laughs> yeah. That was your but story. But it's Rajnikan. Yeah. <laughs> That's your story. Okay. Rajnikan is bigger than your mother. <laughs> <laughs> You can actually find a mural of him that's bigger than your You're mother. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> in Little and, India. Yeah, Our mothers don't have murals on themselves. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. In Little India. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> We're going to be taking a short break. We will be back right after this. We interrupt this program to bring you... This podcast is probably brought to you by our friends from the Bravo Realtors. Yes, and you can look at their swanky IG at the Bravo Realtors. You can also find yeah. them at this number. That's 8100-2300. I repeat, that's 8100-2300. Uh, we're talking about the recent introduction of BTO in August mm. and coming November. Mm. What yep. is all of that about? So Finally! Will, will people start uh, holding out to get BTOs, you think? I think that is one of the ways if you are talking about buying low, then I if you have the time mm. to wait, Mm-hmm. Because now they have shortened the construction period. Mm-hmm. You don't ah, have to okay. wait like five to seven years anymore. Because mm-hmm. we're working yeah. now. Yeah, Not five to now. seven years anymore. So how, how many years is the, um, is the new expected? What they told us is about three years, three to four years. Okay, mm-hmm. yeah. that's a lot yeah. more reasonable. Yeah. So right? if, you, if you have the time, I think it's a very good opportunity for you to start with a BTO first. Especially okay. if you are young. Mm-hmm. I think it's a good opportunity to make your first pot of gold. Can you walk mm-hmm. me through? Uh, if yeah. I already bought a BTO mm-hmm. and then I sell the BTO, Mm-hmm. Then I want to buy a BTO again. Mm-hmm. What's the what's the um, levies have, that? Yes, so you, so you have to pay a resale levy if you want to buy your second subsidized flat. Okay. Yeah. How much so, is that? Depends on your first house. So uh-huh. if it's a four room, you'll have to pay like forty thousand. Five room and above, pay fifty thousand. Wait, will yeah. it even still be subsidized for the second purchase? You're buying if you're buying a BTO, it's already subsidized, right? So right. you have to pay the resale levy. Oh, so if you go to okay. an open market, then you don't have to pay the resale levy. Also, oh, it's actually possible. I always thought that like second, but it will have to be on like non-BTO. If market. you if you 
your first purchase is a resale property mm-hmm. and you have taken the grants okay. and yeah. then you apply for a BTO and you also have to pay for the resale levy. I see. Yeah, okay, yeah. Okay, okay. But if you downgrade, it's okay. It's, a lot of people have this um, thinking that if you downgrade, you have to pay resale levy or you have to oh, pay resale levy. No, if you downgrade, you don't have to. Oh, yeah, I mean, wow. as long as you buy in open market. Okay. Not BTO still. So if I buy, if my first BTO was a five room mm-hmm. and then my second BTO was a four room, you I'll still have to pay the pay based on the first purchase. Ooh. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sure. the, the other way to buy low in the resale market is like um, Raman was uh, asking in the first episode, right? It's actually some of the sellers actually might have restrictions that they are going through. Mm. Maybe a divorce, mm. maybe ethnic quota. Uh, so yeah. they knew that they cannot have their price inflated. Okay. okay. Yeah. So they will probably have you probably we can have a little bit more negotiation with them uh-huh. to bring down the price and that's where we can probably buy with no COV. So we still need data, call? we still need some kind of experience in that area right. to know which house or you know. Because some have odd shapes as well, right? So it's hard to sell. Odd <laughs> shape. This is what we always see in the advertisement. Fire sale, fire sale. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this mean, now oh, I so don't think you can use that word fire sale. Oh, now <laughs> yeah. oh you cannot. <laughs> what does it mean? What's a fire sale? Yeah, I don't understand. What's mm. a, what, what does it used to mean? You, people used to say that fire sale just because of the ethnic quota. Because of it's cheap. Because oh. of the odd shape. Mm. But I see. I don't feel it's, it's right It's a derogatory term. Yeah, it sounds very discriminatory. Oh, really? Yeah. 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 I mean, so, if you're so, the owner of the property house. property quite woke. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no. So, I'm, I'm surprised to hear it. So, this is like in, like in the industry, there is this uh, term... And then now it's like kind of taboo to to use that term. I mean, it's no, back I, in I mean, the okay. days, lah. If I as an owner, mm. I wouldn't want my house to be in. You know, I see. Uh, yeah. You don't want to be yeah. labeled as a labels. Yeah. Oh. Labels. You know, he, him, she, her, he. Okay, okay. So the fire sale thing is kind of like derogatory. I've never heard of this. Like, actually, when you get like messages, fire sale. Oh, don't know what this, that, the other. Yeah, no. I thought it was like you know, there's the value dollar shop. Then like there was there was a time when they were constantly saying. Everything must go. Ah, So I thought you were. I thought you were referring to that. Actually, I didn't. I didn't know that. So BTO is a fire sale, bro. Like some new launches, you know, new uh, condo launches. They are, they you can call it as a fire sale. I, I love fire sales. Well, how yeah. <laughs> because if we talk about new launches, mm. how new launches is developed, right? A, a, a developer would actually bid for the land, mm. right? And we, if you look at the land prices or the land bid prices, have already consistently in, increased. Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. So, in my opinion, whatever you find in the market today that is not sold off yet, yeah means you are buying a price that is yesterday's price. Oh. The more you wait, the lo- the higher the price will be. Yeah. 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 I mean, it's out in the news, construction is going to be higher, mm. land bid price is already higher, mm. developers mm. are looking to increase their prices in the next few years. So if you can find a new launch today, if you ask me, in my opinion, it's definitely at low entry price. Oh, serious. Yeah. Eh? The thing yeah. is, if you can actually afford to buy a private property, it's mm. a whole different conversation where we have to come and meet you and then mm. do your calculations. And stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. Interesting. Wow. Man, that sucks. <laughs> now, I mean, uh, it's time for you to about. upgrade, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like all the signs, you know, like every other check. week, it's like, <laughs> yeah. do the health check. Yeah. It's also important not to walk in yeah. Oh, not to walk yeah. in yourself to into a show flat. You have to okay. understand, like I mentioned earlier, the um, the people who are working to sell the de- development, right? Mm. They are working for the developers. Of course, right? yes. So if they look into your accounts, they probably advise you just to make it affordable to you. They will advise you to just maybe dump in all of your CPF. Mm. You know, make some kind of calculation oh. that make it affordable. But I if see. you ask us, some of the um, 
cases presentation of the yeah. cases that we actually yes, go yes, yes. and we do the calculation where they were told that oh you're going to make 200,000 But actually, uh, I see. in actual fact, it's only 80,000. Uh, so they, they, then they will ask me like, hey, why this? Why, why that? What like, happened? Yeah, what happened? So uh. what happened is actually the accrued interest or the CPF that is used, mm. how they were advised by the other agents, right? right. It's that to use a lot of their CPF to make it affordable monthly. Mm. But now then actually you lose a lot more money. In the long run. Yeah, in the right? long run, but yeah. on paper, if you see... Let's say you buy at maybe 1 million. Okay. You sell at 1.2. Of course, on paper, you make 200. Mm-hmm. Right? But in detail, in terms of CPF, in yeah. terms of the cash you are using, mm-hmm. it's totally different. Mm-hmm. Well, has that yeah. happened? I mean, like, what do you have like concrete? Uh, like, what what happened? So this person just walked into a show flat by themselves. Like, what motivates people to do that? Okay, one example, right? Uh, a recent case that we do in Yishun. Mm-hmm. It's a mixed development. Okay. okay. Hold on, what makes... Uh, What motivates who, the agents to do that? No, like why would people just... Because like, I mean, I would never do that, right? Because I feel intimidated, lah, frankly. If I see all this kind of thing, I'll be like, I'll freak out. But if I, if I am going in alone, mm-hmm. I would have no idea what anybody's talking about. <laughs> yeah. But maybe curious, you just walk yeah. in and just say, oh, a new property. Yeah. Oh. And they assume there's someone there to also yeah. like assist them with the financial oh, planning. Yeah, Without realizing, like you say, that yep. actually they're yeah, on that they're side. Correct. Right? So okay. They just want the sale. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because there are cases also, right, where... Uh, clients they just walk in, mm. then they check. Oh, okay. Uh, what's your gross income or everything? Then they say, oh, okay, you can afford. Uh, At the end of oh. the day, when they check their loan, okay. they cannot afford. But yeah. they already paid that five percent. Uh, if you don't Commit- do anything, well, on that already. day, yeah. 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 So they paid you, on that day. Yeah. So so if they already paid that five percent, mm-hmm. you gotta commit. Already commit. If you don't commit, uh, five percent of it will be forfeited. Oh <gasps> God. So no, these so are the things that. Do you, you recommend anyone, even before they go for a new launch or anything like that, to actually uh, do do a thorough check from an independent agent? Yeah, definitely. Yes, yes, Because yes, we yes. will also help to assist you with the exit strategy. So mm. we'll see like how to manage your uh, who CPF to use, whether you have enough for a retirement account, mm-hmm. and then we we'll plan for your future. Basically, it's not just purely based on selling that development because our interest will definitely be with you instead, mm. so that you make uh, informed decisions. Huh? So, what what hmm. what if you meet a client or a customer who is very secretive? Don't want to share anything. Ah yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Then don't buy houses. So. That, that <laughs> is actually, I think, uh, that is actually what happened to what uh-huh. Kamal was saying. Uh-huh. That that guy put a five percent deposit, uh-huh. and then what happened was he, he he had too many credit card bills. Uh-huh. He had too many um, a few cars that uh-huh. he that, a so, few cars a few cars. Wow. I mean, he has still an outstanding car loan. So mm. what happened was Damn. when he knows that his TDSR doesn't meet, right? He mm. actually called Kamal to help him sort it out. Oh, <laughs> so by the time it's too late, the only way they can save is to change to a. Okay, don't say don't. Yeah. To, uh, <laughs> to sell off, to sell off, to sell off the car, maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sell off the car. Yeah. Don't sell off. Wow, but like that. Then I mean. It, It's a bit unfair to you guys, right? Because then yeah. you guys have to kind of basically deal with all of this. Life yeah. is unfair. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This yeah. is the work hazard. No, I understand lah. But I just feel like, you know, like, be responsible. Yeah, no. Then sometimes, like, some people, after you spend a lot of time with them, do property health check, oh. find this, find that, yeah. everything, then they just say, uh, okay lah, like that, I don't want to buy. Then how? Part and Pro- parcel. Yeah. <laughs> Pro- probably they are people. We are not here to make uh, owners scared. Mm. Of course, are uh, yes. here to make them aware. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yep. we keep on emphasizing. Oh, cash is good. You pay cash is good. Yeah. Mm. Okay. If I think back when I was working mm. to pay house in terms of hundred dollars or two hundred dollars a month in cash, yeah. it's hard. Yeah, we yeah, know yeah. it's hard. Yeah. But our intention here to say that yes, cash is 
correct. Uh-huh. But if you want to use CPF, that is where we come in to help you to plan, manage, plan, to uh. plan. Mm. Yeah. But if you say, okay, don't worry, I can pay everything in cash. It's good. Yeah. 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 Mm. So that is where we come in to help you to manage. I know it's not easy. People will say, oh, these guys are crazy. Keep saying pay in cash, pay in mm. cash. <laughs> you get the money. <laughs> Definitely, I understand that. Yeah, mm. I like this impression. Yeah. I like this. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. The real Kamal yeah. Karim. <laughs> so have these conversations with uh, our friends. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, uh, if you're hearing the vibe uh, on air, they're exactly like this off uh, air as well. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. These are the sort of uh, honest conversations you right. want to have mm-hmm. with agents who will take care of your interests. Yeah. Um, especially in your investments uh, in property, and mm-hmm. all you've got to do is to slide in a DM with our friends from the Bravo Realtors. That's right. So you can schedule your property half check with them at this number. That's eight one hundred two three hundred. Repeat. That's eight one hundred two three hundred. You can also find them on their IG and Facebook. That's at the Bravo Realtors.